One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 54. Today on the podcast, my guest is jewelry designer and maker, Miranda Hamlin. Miranda runs And Arlen, a handmade jewelry company that makes minimalist gemstone jewelry made to be worn every day, no matter what you're doing. And that includes if you're backpacking, skiing, or working from home. She's been running her business on and off since she was 15, but started taking it seriously two years ago. Ever since then, she's been giving it her all, and as of the last few months, it is now her full-time gig. I am so excited to have Miranda on the podcast for two main reasons. One, I love the way she includes her values and beliefs into her business, and you'll hear that in our conversation. And two, Miranda has seen huge success in her business using TikTok. In the episode, she says that she has around 65,000 followers on Instagram and got there in a matter of months. But in the few months since we recorded this episode, she's now up to around 100,000 followers on TikTok. She also shared in the interview that due to her efforts on TikTok, she was able to grow from earning $300 a month in the month of January to $25,000 in the month of September, all in 2020. I'm excited to be able to share those numbers with you because I want us all to embrace what is possible. In this episode, we talked about why small businesses should consider TikTok, how TikTok's algorithm differs from Instagram and makes it easier to grow a community and audience, how to get discovered on TikTok, how often to post, what kinds of things to post, how to build community, how Miranda incorporates her values into her business, and much, much more. As you'll hear in the episode, I am a total newbie when it comes to TikTok. In fact, I hadn't even downloaded the app until the day of our interview. And you'll even hear me ask her in the interview, are hashtags a thing on TikTok? Apparently they are, and I feel very old. (laughs) But Miranda's success has inspired me so much that even I'm thinking about getting set up on TikTok. Miranda generously put together a list of TikTok content ideas on her blog that you should definitely go check out for inspiration. I'm also linking two of her videos that went viral. Both have over a million views. Check out the show notes for all of those links at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 54. If you are listening to this on the release date, which is Tuesday, March 23rd, I wanted to give you a couple of opportunities to chat in real time with Miranda about how to use TikTok for your small business. This Wednesday, March 24th, I will be hosting two conversations with Miranda. At 11 a.m., we will be on Clubhouse for a quick chat and then Q&A. And at 12 p.m., we will be live in the Good Business Community, the free Facebook group for this podcast. The links to both will be in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Here is our conversation. Miranda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. 
I'm super excited to have you on. And this is a really fun interview for me because as I mentioned to you before, I have until today, I had not even downloaded TikTok. So this is going to be like an education for me as much as anyone else. I know very little about it and I'm excited to learn from someone who's using it really effectively. I gave you a bit of an introduction in the intro, but I'd love if you could introduce yourself and your business. Yeah. So as you said, I'm Miranda and I own And Arlen, which is a handmade jewelry business here in Seattle. I started it in 2013 when I was in high school and for the first five years kind of did it off and on and have just recently started really working on growing my business and focusing on it intensely. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk about TikTok today. Yeah, me too. Let's start with why people should consider TikTok. I think it hasn't totally caught on in terms of like small business yet, at least, at least the circles I run in. I don't know a ton of people who are using it, um, certainly not to the extent that you are. So why let's let's try to convince people why they should consider TikTok. What what impacts have you seen on your business or other people you know who have businesses? Um, how has TikTok helped you grow your business? Yeah, so TikTok has honestly changed the game for me. You know, my business at honestly at the beginning of 2020, COVID hit and it was still kind of a side hobby. I did it every once in a while when I got an order and it was a fun way to buy more supplies and things like that. And now it has the potential to be my full-time job in the next couple of months. And that's mainly because of TikTok, because mm -hmm. I started that in May and I started posting consistently on there. And now, what, seven months later, I just hit 65,000 followers. I have 5,000 more followers on Instagram. I have videos that have gotten hundreds of thousands of views. And in September, I posted a video which got over 2 million views. I got 50,000 unique visitors to my website in the span of like six hours, sold out of everything. And for the next few months, kept on selling out when I would restock. So wow. it's it seriously changed my business for the better. It's pretty amazing. Wow. Okay. I'm sold. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Okay. So let's, for anyone who's like me, maybe the extent that they know about TikTok is that it was sort of the original Instagram reels. Like it's a video social media app. Beyond mm -hmm. that, what can, how, how would you explain TikTok? What is it? How is it similar from similar to, or dissimilar from other content platforms? And how does it compare to Instagram reels? Right. Yeah. So TikTok is video focused. Um, and it's similar to other social media platforms in that it's social. You're interacting with other people, you're sharing your life, your business, what have you. You know, you can follow people and comment, but TikTok is video only. And so you don't have this competition of picture posts and IGTVs and stories like you do with Instagram. And you're better able to tell a story about yourself and your business through a video rather than, you know, a chunk of text on a caption. It's more engaging for people to watch you or to watch something being done, and then they can better connect to you. Mm -hmm. So I think that the, the main difference and what really sets TikTok apart and is why it's so amazing for businesses is how it's designed. So with Instagram, you open up the app and your feed 
is populated with people that you follow. It's the content that they've been posting over the past few days. And of course, you can swipe over to go to the Explore page or to the Reels or shopping. But that's kind of a hindrance having to swipe over. It's not at the forefront of your mind. You're really just focused on your feed of the people that you follow. So TikTok, when you open the app, you see the For You page. And the For You page is basically the Instagram Explore page in the sense that it's populated with the majority of content of people that you don't follow. And they populate that content based off of how you've interacted with past content. So if you liked a video that had cats in it, they're probably going to show you another cat video. But Mm -hmm. why it's so important to business owners is that that For You page is the way for you to gain new customers and a larger audience. Those people will never see your content on Instagram, but on TikTok, they will. They're going to scroll through thousands of videos within a short span of time and see all these new creators, all this new content, whether you you have three followers or you have three million followers, they have a high likelihood of seeing your content. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's just because you created that content or is that because you're using like is ha- our hashtags a thing on TikTok or it's just like, like, let's say I had basically no followers and I post a video of me doing my craft. Like, let's say I'm a um, ceramicist, so I'm doing pottery on the wheel, um, but I don't have any followers and I don't use any hashtags. Does TikTok know what's happening anyway and show that to people or how... How do you end up getting seen if you don't already have an audience? Yeah, so it's definitely hashtags. That's the easiest way to categorize your video and to get it out to as many people as possible. I'm sure that the TikTok algorithm, you know, some kind of machine learning technology or something could pick up on the content of your video without a hashtag, but it's more work. And TikTok doesn't want to have to do more work. They want to be able to easily categorize someone. So if you're a ceramicist, you're going to do hashtag handmade ceramics. And TikTok is going to show that video to other people who have liked posts similar Mm -hmm. to that one. So they've liked posts that have that same hashtag, hashtag handmade ceramics. And then it just kind of tumbleweeds from there. If a lot of people end up liking or commenting on that post, TikTok's going to say, whoa, this is some great content and let's show it to more people. And it just builds and builds and builds from there. So you go from 100 views to 1,000 views to 100,000 views to a million views. And that that million views can be in the span of like an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... I feel like whenever I hear anyone who is excited about TikTok, what they're talking about being excited about is their algorithm, which is kind of sounds like to me is great on both sides. Like as a consumer, it seems to be just so much smarter than other platforms. Like it's really showing you stuff that like you're pretty much guaranteed to like. And then, um, yeah, like you say, as a business owner, like from the way that you're describing it, it just sounds so much more... Just a, just a stronger tool, I guess, for getting visibility than just Instagram. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to jump ship on Instagram for sure, but it is hard these days to get mm-hmm. seen by new people. So definitely. Yeah, I would say that TikTok is the social media platform to find new customers and Instagram is where you keep them engaged. 
mm-hmm. where you keep them coming back because that feed is who they follow versus the TikTok feed is random people. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, so we, we've talked a little bit about hashtags. Is that kind of your main focus on how you find your audience and people who are going to resonate with your style and love your product and love to watch you kind of create your product? How do you find your people on TikTok? Absolutely. Hashtags are definitely the number one way to do that. Um, just so that people can see, you know, I use hashtags like sustainable pa- fashion and handmade jewelry. And the people that are interested in that kind of content are really diehard. Sustainable fashion people are diehard sustainable fashion people. But mm-hmm. there's there's also the audios that you use also can categorize those. So there's like business specific audios where someone is, has kind of tweaked an audio. So there's an audio right now. It's, um, I can't talk right now or I'm doing hot girl shit. Oh, I saw this one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But some people have changed it and said, I can't talk right now. I'm doing business ownership. And so that's an audio that you can use and make that trend relevant to your business. And TikTok will track if people are liking a lot of the business owner audios, then they're going to show you more of the business owner audios. Got it. So there's kind of two, two ways, but hashtags are definitely the main way to get your post out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess when I think of Instagram reels, that is kind of the unifying principle that I notice is like, there are these trends of, you know, everyone's doing a reel to this song. And I feel like that is definitely a thing that started on TikTok. Um, So just, I guess, in terms of your content creation approach, are you always using songs that you've, that are kind of like trending or is that just like an occasional thing you do? How do you, how do you look at that? It's definitely an occasional thing. I I spend way too much time on TikTok every day. Honestly, I spend hours on it and I shouldn't. I have so many better things to do. But spending like 15 minutes on it, scrolling through, you'll be able to identify a lot of trends. There's there's thousands, probably millions of trends out there. And you just mm-hmm. kind of pick and choose which ones work for you. So sometimes like the dancing trends don't really work for my business. But some trends do work more for my business. So it's really if I'll be scrolling and I'll see a video and it'll spark some kind of inspiration. And Mm -hmm. kind of from there, I'll be like, oh, I can use this trend and incorporate it into my business with like the hot girl and the business shit kind of one. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's, there's so many different kinds of audios that you could use trending audios, but also... A lot of ASMR videos do really well, the kind of calming videos. And that's when you would want to use sort of a calmer kind of music. And those aren't super trendy. The music per se, the content, the ASMR content is, but the music isn't quite trendy. So it's kind of, you really want the audio to mirror the vibe of your video. Does that make sense? Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what ASMR is, can you just describe that? (laughs) <laughs> I I have no idea what ASMR stands for, but it's basically mm-hmm. calming videos. You like watch the video and zone out and it's kind of like a meditative state or like right. have you ever had someone run your fingers through their fingers, like through your hair? 
I don't know if you know yeah. that kind of like amazing yeah. feeling. That's the that's the ASMR kind of feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a rep- something repetitive. Like it could be like a close up of grass, watching like the blades of grass flicker, or like um, I think what's something I've seen on your TikTok, Miranda, is kind of just playing with the like softly playing with the jewels that you use. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that is something I noticed on TikTok right away that I hadn't really seen on Instagram reels is there's just kind of that, that, um, almost like escapism element to it. Um, so you've kind of touched on this already. Do you have anything else to say about like how you grow your audience on TikTok? Um, you know, when I first started TikTok, I followed a lot of TikTok gurus and Mm -hmm. every single one of them says you should post three to four times a day. And as a business owner and literally every business owner I know, we don't have time period, like for anything really. So three to four times a day is just totally not attainable. And so I post a few times a week just to stay relevant, just to stay up there like three to four times a week. Sometimes it's once a week, depending on the week. But I think just the importance of posting every once in a while is really, you know, just stay consistent if you can. And, you know, that kind of applies to every social media platform, right? You want to stay consistent on Instagram and Facebook if you use it and et cetera. Right. So let's get into the meat here, which is for anyone listening who has uh, not really thought too much about using TikTok before, but is like blown away by the results that you've been able to get from it and are intrigued how do you kind of start? Like, how do you approach creating content? How do you know what to post? What's your sort of, um, I guess, creative process around figuring out what you're going to share on TikTok? Yeah. So when I first started, I definitely felt restricted because of, you know, what you can and cannot post on Instagram. But TikTok is totally different. You would be so surprised at what people find interesting. And so I say post anything and everything about your business. If you're packing up an order, record that, post that. If you ordered some supplies and you just got them in, do an unboxing video. If you're service-based and you have some client deliverables, make a video showing those deliverables. Just really tell a whole story about your business within your TikTok, every single part of it from the customer service to producing to everything else that's going on. I think everything Mm -hmm. can be interesting and just have your phone ready to shoot five, 10 seconds of video. And then you can kind of throw it all together into a a video and post it on TikTok and send it off to the world. That's so interesting. So it sounds like it's um, what I'm hearing is it's just a lot of like behind the scenes moments of like how you're creating what you're selling. Yeah. I've definitely found that that does really well because people don't see that very often, especially on my Instagram. I post finished products and things that are done and at the end, but on TikTok and I think everywhere else, people are really interested in seeing the whole story, the whole part of the business. They They want to see when you're having a rough day, you know, Mm -hmm. express that you are a human behind Mm -hmm. your business is a real human and everyone else can empathize with that. So I think just 
having really just having your phone ready to record anything. I've just gotten into the mindset of recording everything. And my friends hate it because we will be on a hike <laughs> and I'll stop and I'd be like, hang on, I got to take a TikTok. We have to pause. <laughs> Let me take a video really quick. And they laugh and make fun of me or whatever. But I'm like, hey, I yeah. make a living off of this. So you can't make fun of me anymore. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So I guess one thing that I have the impression of, which you, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, tell me, is that TikTok is kind of like a younger demographic than some of the other platforms. Um, do you think there's an audience for everyone, every kind of business on TikTok? Or is do you think it's specifically better for certain types of things? You're definitely right in that the age range skews younger, but there are a lot of 50 plus people on TikTok. There's 90 year olds. There's like grandparents who are just having tons of fun and have like millions of followers on TikTok. (laughs) So there really, there is a wide range of audience, but there definitely are a lot more younger, probably 35 or younger. So it's similar to Instagram in that sense. But I would say that TikTok is for any type of business. And it doesn't hurt to test it out for, you know, a few months and see how it goes. I've come across soap businesses and graphic designers. Obviously, I have jewelry, but people promote their only fans on there. So everything, literally everything is on TikTok and you might as well try it. I don't think that there would be any type of business that people wouldn't be interested in. If someone's Mm going to buy your product, there's going to be someone who's interested in watching a video about it. So we've talked a little bit about um, some of the things you do in terms of your product-based business, like showing people when you unwrap new supplies and the process of actually creating your jewelry. What about, like you just mentioned, like someone with a service-based business, something like graphic design or um, like maybe someone who's a coach, like what kinds of things would those people be able to share on TikTok? Yeah. So I definitely like coaches and marketing pros and those kinds of people, I see do so well on TikTok because you're able to provide just a little nugget of wisdom and kind of hook people that way. Um, you know, just just showing a little bit, oh, this is how you make a nice template on Canva, or this is what the algorithm, the new update for the algorithm is. So I'm thinking of one specific example of a website designer who started doing website audits. And so you commented on a video and you provided your website and she'd do a quick 60 second video going through your website and just giving some tips or tricks on it. So she'd go through and say, I really love your logo. It's really bright and bold and stands out. And then continue scrolling and be like, hey, you know, you should really have a pop-up newsletter so you can grab more emails so you can market that way. And that's such a good way to hook someone in and say, hey, I can provide you with this great service. And here's a little sneak peek. And, you know, she did that website audit for me probably six months ago. And just last month, I ended up hiring her to do my website for me. So it really hooked me in. And just... I think scrolling through other 
people's accounts that are the same service as you, whether that is someone who's marketing or graphic design or whatever else, and kind of see what they're posting and what's doing well and take inspiration from that. And then also, if you do end up just copying the video idea, just saying in the caption, like video idea credited to and then tagging the person in it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about something you said was that you find a lot of your new community members or followers on TikTok, and then where they stay in touch with you is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. How do you do that process of converting people who find you on TikTok and then actually getting them to leave the TikTok app, find you on Instagram and follow you and connect with you there? Right. So in your bio, you're able to link your website, but also your Instagram and YouTube as well, if you have a YouTube. So people will just kind of click through to your Instagram if they find you really compelling and really interesting. So, you know, I have 65,000 followers on TikTok, but I'm just about to hit 6,000 on Instagram. And about five, maybe four to 5,000 of those are from TikTok. So not everyone travels over to Instagram. But some people who are really interested in what you're doing and want to stay up to date with what's going on and what's new will also follow you on TikTok. So it's basically just having a link in your bio kind of thing. Okay. And while we're talking about bios, with Instagram, bios are a big thing that people spend a lot of time worrying about and tweaking and kind of making just right. Is there a similar sense on TikTok that like that's something you need to be really strategic about? or is or is it different because people are just finding you through these videos and kind of i guess they see your content first before they ever get near your profile right i mean bios are really important tiktok you're really restricted i think you have 100 characters and that's your limit it it mm-hmm. might be half or even less of what you have on instagram so i try and just say what we're about so what is it so i make handmade jewelry so i have that and then like either one fact about me or a lot of businesses have a little discount code. So it's code TikTok for free shipping or something like that really to hook people in. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I have handmade jewelry. And then I get a question really often, which is, do you ship worldwide? And so I just put that in there as well, just to quickly answer it for people so that they Mm -hmm. know. And I have found that that definitely helps. And I've started to get a lot of orders from people abroad. So I think okay. I think just the main thing is having who you are and what you're about in that bio. Just really quick, what kind of business are you? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm going through my head of like, if I'm going to start using TikTok or think about it, what questions do I have? Another one is when I look at your TikTok, I feel like your photos and your video, I guess they're videos, all of them, <laughs> um, they seem like really good production quality or like flat lays like they're very well styled and like good light um I know that you have a background or at least a hobby of photography do you have any tips for people who just don't really know how to start when it comes to like yes sharing something but also making sure that it looks reasonably good and you know kind of puts their work and their brand in the best light Yeah, I think the number one thing that can make or break a video, but even a photo too, is good lighting. And Mm -hmm. just just taking a video next to a window will make all the difference. I think as you use TikTok more and more, 
it'll get better and better. As well as as you start looking at other people's content, you'll see how they film things and you'll kind of replicate that in your own sense. So if you if you scroll to my first few videos from TikTok, they're not very good. They're really choppy. The transitions aren't very good. But as I've kept on posting more and more, I mean, I probably have hundreds of posts by now. It's gotten better and better over time. And I think just having a good variety of content too, you know, for me having flat lays, but also having um, videos that have my face in them and videos that have maybe just my hands in them or something like that is really important. But honestly, it's all about the lighting and just showing off your product every once in a while, but also just sharing you and your personality and telling people about your business. And also don't shy away from talking about like politics and your views and things like that, because obviously right now in the world we're in, that's really important. And people really appreciate that on TikTok, especially. Right. That was just like a little side note. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's important. And that's something I am all about. Um, And that's actually one of the reasons that I was so excited to have you on the show is yes, you have seen incredible growth through TikTok, but also I really like the way that you kind of stand up for what you believe in, uh, like completely unabashedly. And um, I saw one of your TikToks today that said you had donated like $9,000 this year to causes you believe in, which is so amazing. So um, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's definitely one of the reasons that I'm... I admire your business so much and that I wanted to have you on the show. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Yeah, there's definitely, if you do end up, you know, making a TikTok and posting politics stuff, you're going to get a lot more hate than you would on Instagram. So just be ready for that. <laughs> like I I posted a pretty harsh video around the election around that time about how we're very anti-Trump, you know, Black Lives Matter, right? Women's rights, all all that kind of jazz. And I got quite a few hate comments and, you know, people telling me that I'm intolerant. And it's like, I'm sorry that I'm intolerant to racism. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I think right. I think that's another thing about TikTok is that you do kind of have to have a thick skin because people do send out a lot of hate on that app. So just kind of brushing them off or even if you're okay with it, interacting with their comment and commenting back to them because TikTok does really like when you comment back to people. So that will kind of <laughs> boost you. Sometimes I'm probably a little too sassy to people who leave me hate comments, but honestly, I love them. They bring me so much joy and it gives me a little laugh every day when I get a nice <laughs> little hate comment. <laughs> That's interesting that um, I do feel like people are a bit more, maybe people view Instagram as like, more professional or like people just seem to be a little more buttoned up. Um, So that is a good warning for people to maybe expect a little more dissonance than they might see on Instagram. Yeah. A few more, a few more opinions and (laughs) harsh opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, I will say that for TikTok, if you don't join it or it, it, if it ends up not working out, know, promoting your business and stuff like that. The TikTok business community is also fabulous and they're going to support you. And they'll comment back to those haters and be like, get out of here. Like you don't belong here. (laughs) This is totally untrue. You know, when you get a comment that's like, oh, your products are so gross. There's going to be so many people who are 
who have your back and back you up and love what you do. So I will say that business community is awesome. And you mostly find these people, these members of the business community through hashtags or just kind of what comes up for you on explore. And then you build community with them by just engaging with their content or yeah, exactly. I mean, I do, I, I comment and like a lot of other businesses videos. So I see a lot of those on my for you page on my feed. Um, Mm -hmm. And just over the past few months, I've started following people who interact with my content a lot. And then I interact with theirs. And, you know, we end up following each other on Instagram. And there's a couple businesses that we like DM and they've been so wonderful. And I've been able to ask them questions about things. And, you know, we just kind of support each other that way. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So we crowdsourced some questions for this conversation because... I know that I'm not the only one with a lot of questions about TikTok. Um, So I asked on Instagram and in the Facebook group for this podcast, what people wanted to know from someone who has used TikTok really effectively. Um, We've kind of touched on some of these, but I'll just go through them. And if you have anything you want to add or reiterate, um, let's do it that way. So the first question is, how does TikTok's audience differ from Instagram and how is what they want to see different? So I would say that the audience on TikTok definitely interact a lot more with your content. I got a lot more comments and DMs and things like that from people who are really invested in me and what I do. And so I think that there's a lot more people who are passionate about things and will really channel that into the feed that they create for themselves on TikTok. And then as for what they want to see, I think that people don't want to see perfect and polished. That's what they get on Instagram. You know, you have your perfect polished feed on your page that looks all nice and aesthetically pleasing. And people want those kind of shackles to come off of you for the lack of a better (laughs) word. You know, show who you truly are and what your business truly is and what you stand for. Because at the end of the day, you are just you are just like them, right? You're just another right. person, but you have a business, and maybe they do or maybe they don't. So people just want real people. They want to watch content from real people. So don't don't feel like you need to be perfect. And especially when it comes to creating a video, don't feel like it needs to be perfect. Sometimes my transitions still are terrible, and I don't want to redo the video, and so I just post it. No, that's fine. A few thousand people view it and I continue on my day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like anytime you start something new, so anyone thinking about starting up on TikTok, like you're going to have to check your perfectionism at the door a little bit and just be willing to kind of try it out. And, you know, like you said, your first few videos probably weren't anywhere near as good as what you make now. So just be willing to kind of create content that isn't as good as it will be someday. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to having a video of your face and having you talk like to oh my to gosh. a phone. I'm so bad at that. But I probably, when I do TikToks where I have to like record myself talking, I probably do about 10 of them just because every once mm-hmm. in a while I'll mess up or I'll say something weird. I'm like, no, I hate that. That needs to be, <laughs> it needs to be perfect. Or, oh, I look ugly in that frame. I need to redo it. <laughs> so yeah, post it. People like real people, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. Another great question that we got was about 
the kinds of content that you're posting. So do your videos mostly show off your personal life and your personality, or is it more around your product and product benefits? Got it. Yeah. So I think it's kind of a mix, though every single one of my videos does have to do with my business in some way. So but, so if I was going to post an Instagram story, sometimes it has nothing to do with my business. You know, oh, I made this cool smoothie today or something like that. But every TikTok video has to do with my business in some sense, whether that's unboxing some new supplies that I got, or I'm talking about my views, which my business is a part of me. So that is still connected to my business. And I mm-hmm. think that that is definitely a good thing to keep in mind is to make sure you are sprinkling in a little bit of business nuggets or something like that, even if you aren't showing off your product, um, just to remind mm-hmm. people that you are a business, which will also help people kind of click through to your profile and check out your website or your Instagram, or maybe even follow you. That's a great answer. Um, I loved this question, <laughs> which I think we've spent a lot of this episode answering, but if you have anything else to add, um, someone, actually my friend, Victoria, hi, Victoria asked why TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Why TikTok? I would say for the community, mainly for the community, whether it's the community of customers that you're going to develop or the community of other businesses and the people that you'll get to learn along the way. I feel like I'm so much more connected to people on TikTok and I just love that, especially this past year where we've really been disconnected from our community. It's a great way to interact with people. And, you know, you're seeing someone comments on your video and you click through to their profile and there's videos in themselves and you can really connect a person to that comment. But I think that if the community doesn't do it for you, in January of 2020, I did $300 in revenue for my business. And in September of 2020, I did $25,000 in revenue. So like, wow. I mean, if that, if that doesn't convince yeah. you to do TikTok, I don't know what's going to do it. I mean, yeah, that's like I said, been. like I kept on selling out and this is, this is supposed to be the slow season right now, especially for product businesses. And I'm not seeing that. So. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I say, just try it. Why not? If you if you have especially if you take if you take live photos on your phone, you can convert those to videos. So you probably honestly already have some TikTok content on your phone. Just go through that, put a f- put together a few videos and post those. You know, quick, easy, out of the way. Yeah, love. I here's another question. One of the reasons I shy away from video is because I like the control I have with photos in terms of editing and like, just, I can, you know, filter it just the right way. And, um, I don't know, adjust the brightness how I want. Like, what is your process for actually making these videos? So are you recording everything using your phone's camera and then putting them straight into TikTok? And is there any editing or retouching that you do? Or is it, I mean, what's your process technically? Yeah. So it definitely, there's a mix. I sometimes, you know, like I was saying, if I'm out and about and I want to take a quick video, then I'll usually just record that on my phone. 
and then compile a few different videos into TikTok and edit it through there. But the majority of my photo or videos are recorded within TikTok. For Mm -hmm. an amateur like me, who's really never done any kind of video editing, it's pretty easy to learn and understand. And you can easily cut videos or do voiceovers. I will say, though, that the kind of filtering is not ideal. It's really just, it's a swipe filter. Do you want it to be more warm or more cool tones? You can't really edit out a blemish or anything like that. They do have a beauty filter, but I found it to be a little bit too much, a little bit like 2012 blurring out your whole face, except for your eyes kind of thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. And I don't even mean for faces, but just like a lot of times if I take a photo of my work, like on my kitchen table, it doesn't look very good until I kind of like make it a little brighter and up the contrast and maybe like adjust the warmth a little bit. So you're saying that that's not really a thing. Yeah, (laughs) I do. I definitely miss that. That's not really a thing, especially as someone who like does enjoy photography and enjoy editing photos and things like that. You really don't have, you can't, you really can only just set a filter and say how you know, intense you want it to be? Do you want it to be 100% or 30%? You can't brighten anything. And that's why it's so important to do it near a window. And really, Mm -hmm. you'll want to be pretty happy with how the kind of coloring and things like that looks before while you're taking the video. Because there's not too much editing that you could do afterwards, unless you are taking the video outside of TikTok, then you could throw into whatever your preferred editing platform is. Right. Um, okay. So the last question that I have from this crowdsourced question section is how do you find a niche or community on TikTok? I would say probably to hashtags, you know, do Mm -hmm. hashtag, whatever your product is and definitely try and niche it down. Right. So instead of doing hashtag jewelry, I'd probably do hashtag handmade jewelry or instead of fashion, do hashtag sustainable fashion or hashtag small business. And Mm -hmm. that's where people will be able to find you. But TikTok will also say, okay, this person's posting this kind of content. Let's show them similar content because we're guessing that they're probably going to like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you're going to be able to find your community as well. But basically just hashtags to niche it down is really that's the ultimate. Everything comes back to hashtags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know hashtags were a thing on TikTok, so... Um, this has been most illuminating this conversation. I'm thank you for like just totally opening the book and telling us everything I ask you to answer. So I appreciate that. I hope it's convinced you. I I'm pretty convinced. My concern is that I already don't have very much time. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little bit like stumped about that, but just hearing your experience, I'm totally blown away with those results. So obviously I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. So let's start to wrap up a little bit. One thing I've mentioned already as we've been chatting is how much I love kind of the, the values, the way that you include your values and your beliefs and what matters to you in your business. It's just like so deeply entrenched in what you do. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Like what's your approach to doing good through your business? Yeah, I think that I view doing good 
as a lot of different ways through a business. I think mm-hmm. sometimes people feel restricted because they feel like they need to donate a portion of their proceeds to do good as a business to make change. But there's so many different ways that you can do good. And like you said, you know, advocating and talking about your views and really supporting your community. That's what I'm focused on is supporting my community any way I can. So I do Mm -hmm. donate a portion of my proceeds, but yeah, I speak out about things that matter to me and matter to my community. And I advocate for people and especially using the privilege that I have as a white person, using that is like a fundamental part of my everyday and of my business to speak Mm -hmm. out and use that platform that I have to make change within this world. So I think just not restricting myself. Also, I'm just like, all of my views, I'm unapologetic about them. And so, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm just like, this is who I am. And this is what I believe in. And my business is me. And so it's going to have the exact same views and the exact same personality. And, you know, I'm just going to express what I feel and what I think. And who yeah. cares what everybody else thinks? Who cares what the haters think? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to people who worry about that, like you're like, you certainly haven't had any trouble having a sustainable business and also being very forthcoming about your views. So I know some people are like, oh, but I can't afford to like lose the client or like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. worried I'll lose my whole audience. Like there's an audience for you who respects your beliefs. Right. I totally get that. I totally get, especially if you're doing your business as, you know, it's your full time. It's what you're making a living off of. It is really scary, but the people I, whenever I post something that is political and it's sharing my views, I get so many comments of people saying, this is why I love you. This is why I support your business. I think that this Mm -hmm. is amazing. I wish more businesses did that. And I'm sure that I am, you know, probably alienating some people. But at the end of the day, I don't know if those are the people that I want supporting my business and being a part of my community, right? Like, right. if if you're not okay with me saying, that, you know, that women's rights matter, mm-hmm. I I don't really want to be around you, and I yeah. I'm not really going to. I don't want to make you a bracelet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If you're openly racist, right? I'm. I don't want to sell anything to you. So, right. Yeah. Right. Um, what is one business that you admire and why? Oh, I've been thinking about this question because I knew you were going to ask me it. You ask it to every <laughs> single person and it's so hard to narrow down to one business. But I will say that London of Particle Goods, first of all, I love Yay! I love her candles. They're so amazing. They just remind me of home. But she's been so lovely. Sometimes I send little questions to her about business stuff and she always takes the time to answer them and... I asked her a question about taxes recently and she gave me all this great like advice and all these links to like tax stuff and things like that. So just shout out to her to being like an awesome person, but also running like an awesome business that also does a lot of good, you know, donations and things like that. So, yes, that's London of particle goods for anyone who didn't catch it the first time. She makes amazing candles and she's just like a amazing human. So what a great what a great suggestion. And for anyone in Seattle, she is in Seattle. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you have a book recommendation or two for us? I do. This is okay. a book that's very much a don't judge your book by its cover and really don't judge your book by its title. 
but mm-hmm. it's called Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks by August Turok. And Whoa, say that again. Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks. Okay. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> I know, it's kind of long. And it, I read it in my business ethics class in college. And that was when I was first starting to really take my business seriously and draft up my business plan and things like that. And it just talks about the importance of including your community in your business and how Mm. doing good and having a mission and being authentic is the success is it's how you're going to be successful as a business person. And just as a business period, I will say that it is, you know, Trappist monks. So it is a little bit religious and I'm not religious at all, but it, it's really good. Honestly, it's, yeah. it goes over so much about how to develop a mission for your business. You know, you don't need to be a nonprofit to have a mission. Um, mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, I could, I could like go on and on and on for days about how great this book is. But for anyone who wants to do good in their business, this is definitely a book to read. Amazing. I am totally adding that to my list. <laughs> Okay, so where can people who are interested in your work, for one, and also seeing how you use TikTok, where can they find you, connect with you, buy your beautiful... Actually, let me back up. Will you talk a little bit more about your products before and then and then tell people where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. So um, like I said earlier, I hand make jewelry and I describe it as minimalist gemstone jewelry. So it's really perfect for layering or if you just want to throw something on and it's going to go with your outfit no matter what. And so I use gemstones that are dug up from the earth and they're honestly so beautiful. I'm obsessed with stones. So this is like perfect for me, but I design all my jewelry to be wearable and durable. Like I want you to wear your jewelry. Don't be afraid to. I want you to go backpacking with your necklace on and paddleboarding with your bracelet on. And yeah, so I I make jewelry. But if you if you want to find me on all my social medias, it's and.arlen. So A-N-D dot A-R-L-E-N. And my website is just andarlen.com. But if you do have any questions about TikTok, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and I am happy to answer questions or help you out or, you know, brainstorm content ideas or something like that. Because I love talking about TikTok. So (laughs) (laughs) love that is so generous and um, listener you should take her up on that. I'm I'm definitely going to I'm going to be like. Miranda, like, what should I post this? Should I not post this? So you've got, I think you have stuff coming toward you. Um, Miranda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for just like your complete generosity of all of your knowledge. Um, this is, I think, going to be very inspiring to a lot of people who um, are just hearing kind of your story and what you've been able to do with TikTok and, um, I don't know, maybe consider a new platform that they may not have considered. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Okay. Is anyone else sold on TikTok? You can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. Now to find the time for it. Again, if you want to join a chat with Miranda and I about how to use TikTok in your business, you have two options on Wednesday, March 24th. At 11 a.m., we will be on Clubhouse for a quick chat and then Q&A. And then at 12 p.m., we will be live in the Good Business community, which is the free Facebook group for this podcast. 
I'm also including Miranda's link to content ideas and to her two viral videos. I know Miranda and I would both love to connect with you on Instagram. You can reach Miranda at and.arlen and me at Lauren Tilden. Thank you so much for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.